Hi, I'm Gavin Giovannoni. I'm Professor of Neurology at uh, Bath and London School of Medicine and Dentistry. And today I'm discussing a case study um, that relates to medical gaslighting. Uh, this is an email I received actually quite a long time ago, and I only decided to uh, respond to it after reading a short article in this week's BMJ on this issue of medical gaslighting. This was a particular patient who was seeing her neurologist on a six or monthly or annual basis, and she was getting fobbed off. She was telling her neurologist that she was getting worse, but he didn't agree with her because her MRI was stable and her neuro exam hadn't uh, changed. He also uh, wouldn't take her complaints of becoming more forgetful, and he wouldn't address her fatigue. And she asked the question to me, uh, what should she do about it? Well, I'm not going to repeat myself, but I've done quite a few newsletters on uh, why people with multiple sclerosis get worse despite having no evident inflammatory disease activity or because their neurological examination may ch uh, remain unchanged. As we know, the physical examination is very insensitive to change and you can get worse um, without seeing any obvious uh, changes on your neuro exam. And so I've referred this particular individual to two particular previous newsletters, one called Getting Worse, and the other one is Why Am I So Fatigued? Uh, other ones that you may want to read are about cog fog and fatigue and um, one on sickness behavior. So these all are, deal with these hidden symptoms. What this particular patient should do is difficult. You know, she could, you know, be frank and print out these newsletters and send them to a neurologist. Um, that may not work because sometimes neurologists don't like to be confronted uh, and told they're wrong. It's just one of those things. Or you, this particular patient could at least arm herself with the information for the next consultation. Um, I would suggest preparing a list of targeted questions so you can ask the specific questions and hopefully get an answer. I suppose the nuclear option is to get another neurologist. You know, we live in a world where uh, you sh we shouldn't be unhappy with the health service, we health care we receive. And if you don't like it, you have the option of getting a second or third or fourth opinion. Uh, I know in the NHS this is not always easy because often uh, MS services are provided at a local or regional level and you can't easily move between uh, health care providers. But it is under the NHS Charter that you are able to get additional opinions. Anyway, this particular problem of having your symptoms or concerns dismissed or ignored, uh, or even your healthcare professional blaming you for your problems uh, or written off as being normal, is called medical gaslighting. And this term uh, dates back to the movie Gaslight in 1944, where Ingrid Bergman was the actress and she played a, a, a wife. And her husband manipulated her to such an extent that she began to doubt her own sanity. And since then, this term gaslighting has been used to describe this kind of emotional abuse that makes someone question their version of reality. In other words, your version of reality is not correct. The other person's worldview or their, their interpretation is correct. It doesn't only refer to medical gaslighting. It happens uh, in many areas, and it's become incredibly topical. And now with social media, people are beginning to share their experiences uh, using the hashtag medical gaslighting. 
Well, there's a small little article in this week's BMJ that I've um, highlighted, which I read this morning, um, and I was quite perturbed by it because they imply, maybe not surprisingly, that women are much more likely to be gaslighted than men, and it particularly applies to symptoms like endometriosis, fibromyalgia, and irritable bowel syndrome. These are difficult to define and diagnose. Um, the article worryingly states that compared with men, uh, women have to face longer waits to be given a diagnosis of cancer and heart disease, so they tend to be ignored. Anyway, the term has become very topical, mainly because of long COVID, uh, particularly early in the pandemic, you know, the medical profession really were ignoring these symptoms after the infection. I think now that we have a, a case definition and studies showing that uh, long COVID is a significant problem, I think most clinicians would not ignore long COVID. <clears throat> anyway, I'd like to know uh, if you've actually experienced medical gaslighting yourself, and I've prepared a short uh, survey. It'll take you about two minutes to complete. Um, and I'd like to know, first of all, how common this is in the MS space. You know, have you had symptoms that have been ignored or underplayed when in the course of your disease it occurred? And I'm really interested to know if uh, it affects women more than men. So we'll see the proportion um, of women and men completing the survey who've had, who described being medically gaslighted. And then I've also put two links to um, two very important articles that have recently been published in the New York Times um, about uh, medical gaslighting. You're welcome to click on those links uh, and read it. And finally, I'd just like to remind you that I'm uh, uh, nudging you to become a paid subscriber if you can afford it. Um, as, as I've said before, there are uh, uh, funds being raised by the subscription model have been used to pay for a medical writer and a website designer for the microsite that will be launched in about two months time. Please let me know if you have had any experiences yourself. You know, if we can get some discussion going on this, uh, it will hopefully highlight this problem. Thank you.